Hey, Billy, why don't we tell them what we're about, man? So we're here to welcome you to the Madhouse Chronicles. It's a talk show with myself, Billy Morrison. And me, as the This man, Prince of Darkness, and we watch and react to the maddest internet clips. What do we discuss, Ozzy? Drugs, rock and roll, aliens, all that kind of shit. Drugs, rock and roll, aliens, and all that kinds of shit. Come and join Ozzy and myself. Visit OsborneMediaHouse.com to get special access to... Come to, on! What do you say? Do you think it's the wildest show on the internet? Oh. <laughs> Today's show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com right now and you'll get 50% off just about any item. All you have to do is enter the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Landscaping, this is Cognitive Distance. Glory Hole Seasons for Landscaping. (laughs) Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is... No welcome, Matt. This is episode 550 of Cognitive Dissonance. And Cecil, yeah, it's one thing and one real thing. When you fuck up and you confuse the Four Seasons Hotel mm-hmm. sure. with Four Seasons Total Landscaping right. for your press yeah, conference. Yeah. But can you imagine, to be entirely fair, can you imagine if you had, let's say, a company called Glory Hole Studios <laughs> and you confuse that? And got literally any other glory hole. (laughs) Somebody shows up thinking they're going to get a microphone shoved in their face. Uh, And I'm not sure that they'd be, well, I I don't know if they'd be disappointed. I'm Depends on how close they are are to the microphone. You know, that could be. (laughs) I'm just saying it would definitely be a spit take. (laughs) I will say this. That was the most delicious moment of the weekend. Uh, it was so fucking amazing. Uh, I didn't think it was real when I first saw it. I thought, I was like, oh, come on. No. That's not real. Yep. And then I started yep. reading about it and it was so fucking amazing because you had to watch his Twitter, which was, he said, well, we're going to be at the Four Seasons. <laughs> and then he said, no, Four Seasons Total Landscaping off I-95 or something. It's so amazing. <laughs> we got to So just it's if so anybody good. was living under a rock, here's the story. So Donald good. Trump tweets out, big lawyers news conference, whatever that is. Lawyers is just, yeah, it wasn't hyphen. It, my, it didn't have a hyphen. Like, lawyers... Yeah. Apostrophe. <laughs> no, just not just lawyers. Yeah. Big lawyers news conference. So just at four seasons. Then he fucking walked that back. Then he said at four he seasons total. There was actually two correction tweets. Yeah, yeah. And the the final correct the final tweet was at four seasons total landscaping, which is like way off the beaten path in an industrial park. And the best that I don't even know what the best thing is. One of the best things was that. Four Seasons immediately tweeted out, just so there's no confusion, 
There's no fucking press conference here, yeah. which made it impossible then yeah. for the president <laughs> and his fucking idiot cronies to be like, fuck, we forgot to book this at the Four Seasons. Hey, Four Seasons, can we have our loser show at your fucking hotel? So Four Seasons was like, uh-uh, I don't want anything to do with that shit. Pass, hard pass. We're going to fucking tweet out that you done fucked up. And that immediately put him over the fucking barrel. So without ever addressing it. Yeah. They never addressed it. The fucking Rudy Giuliani <laughs> and his fucking team of fucking greatest. idiot sycophant lawyers show up like way off the beaten path in some fucking industrial park in Philly to four seasons total landscaping next to a fucking crematorium and across the street from, no, across the street from a crematorium and next to a fucking adult fantasy bookstore. <laughs> and they have this fucking loser press conference. It's the best. And the pictures, the pictures, oh, the pictures, they like, they, were, they realized they're fucked up in this. So they had to bring like a bunch of fucking poster board. Like it's a fucking science fair and stick them on the garage door or whatever that they're standing in front of this low level building. <laughs> it was the best part about it was the, uh, the, the sort of the straight man playoff because you have to play it off as if you meant to fucking book the four seasons total landscape. Like you meant to do it. You meant, it's when you're, it's when you're, you were a kid in eighth grade and you running up the stairs and you trip and you fall on your face and people are like, oh, and you say, I meant to do that. And then you run away crying. <laughs> That's what they had to do. They had to, but Rula Giuliani's laying on the ground. I meant to do that, man. I meant to that. He runs away. That's what happened. It's fucking so delicious and amazing. And you literally could not write it better than it oh. being between those two. I saw the best tweet, which said it's basically between fuck off and die. I thought it was so brilliant. It's so so brilliant, it's so amazing. You literally cannot write it better than that. You could you could feed fucking comedy scripts into a fucking computer, a supercomputer, for a thousand years, Tom. For a thousand years. And it would never be as funny as that reality. It would never it's so be. so great. It would never be. You just know, like, at some point, for giggles, somebody's going to book the Four Seasons Total Landscaping as a wedding venue now. <laughs> like, honey, we're having a thing. It's a fucking four. How are we going to afford so. the Four Seasons? Don't worry. I, so. I got that shit. Oh. And did, did you see if they cannot, like, Four Seasons Total Landscaping has embraced this? Oh, yeah. And they're yeah. selling out of their shirts. They have shirts, Make America Rake Again. <laughs> Lawn and Order is another one. <laughs> so good. It's so good. <laughs> I guess they're, uh, you know, I guess that uh, they were a, uh, they were a, a, a Trump supporting business or something, but they're totally raking in the cash. And people, the reporters who showed up were taking photos and posting it to Twitter before the thing started saying, am I in the right place? <laughs> and then my favorite photo of the whole fucking thing is that, is there's a, okay, so the close-up of him is behind, you really can't tell if you do a nice close-up uh, shot of Giuliani. If you do a close-up shot of Giuliani at his podium, which he brought with him, right? Because so, you don't have a podium at Four Seasons Total Landscaping. You have to bring, it's a BYOP. You got to bring your own podium. So they brought Throw their- the fucking podium in the back of the Aztec. We got to go to the Four Seasons. So they bring the podium out. And then they, like you say, they, they shittily paste up <laughs> Trump Pence in a checkerboard behind. How would you like to be the fucking intern that's stuck pasting shit to a fucking rusty garage door? But anyway, you're pasting it to your rusty garage door. So if you close up shot Giuliani, it's fine. 
it's okay. It looks good. But the moment you pull back for a fucking <laughs> second, you just see these giant it's... rusted out girders, a fucking gravel lawn. There's a, rust, a rusted ass chain link fence. I'm probably there's a junkyard dog somewhere in the background <laughs> that you can't see. It was, I mean, it's fucking so delicious. Uh, it's so delicious. I can't get over how amazing it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at a picture of it right now, and Giuliani is standing in front of the aforementioned traveling podium, and there's uh, those, like some dude just like in front of the fucking wind-up hose reel. <laughs> like other people are just standing by like wall-mounted fire extinguishers and shit. They're it's sending just... messages out ahead of time to the women, don't wear high heels because it's uneven ground. <laughs> like <whatever> you... <laughs> You're going to get stuck. Kaylee McCraney or whatever the fuck her name is gets her ass stuck there. She can't even walk away. Oh, it's fucking genius, uh, dude. It's so good. Man, to have your fucking loser conference, <laughs> to, start, to start 2020 walking down a fucking gilded escalator or whatever the fuck he yeah, did right, right. when he announced his 20, run. 2015, yeah, 2015, right. yeah. So to start this fucking nightmare on a gilded escalator or whatever that fucking thing was and to end it in front of a fucking dumpster <laughs> by the Four Seasons landscaping could not oh, be more fucking perfect. It's so perfect. And I just, I think we deserve this from 2020. We deserved yeah. this yeah. moment. We deserve this delicious, delicious moment. It's, 2020 has owed us a lot. <laughs> but I'll tell you, after this year, you know, you watch Trump lose, you watch the meltdown that happens after Trump loses and it's called for somebody else. And now everybody on the right is saying, don't listen to the media. What's up with the media? The media doesn't call the election. No, the media just reports what the states report before they confirm it. Dumbass. The media doesn't choose who the president is. All of us chose that already. They're just telling us what the number is. Well, and how fucking complete bullshit. We got it, the whole fucking thing. Yeah. How complete fucking bullshit is it that they celebrate on the same ballots, the right. same ballots. They are celebrating their wins in the House. Their Senate wins, yeah. They are celebrating their Senate wins, and yet they're castigating the left for supposedly cheating with zero evidence. These yeah. guys go to court. The, 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 have you read the court, some of the court briefings some of the court and some briefings of the court like, transcripts? Yeah, when they're asking, are oh, they, is there, oh. how many people were there? How many people were watching? Well, it's a non-zero number. Were there non -zero, people there? Yeah. And he said, yeah, your case is dismissed. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. None of those cases. The, the one case that they won in Pennsylvania allowed for uh, ballot watchers to stand a little closer. Yeah. That was when Trump tweeted out big win in Pennsylvania. The one win was they allowed ballot watchers to stand slightly closer to the ballot counters. That was the win. Yeah. Every other lawsuit that's gone to court, every other one has been dismissed out of hand. They're being rejected as essentially yeah. frivolous. Yeah. Well, I, I will say this. I read a account of someone who was working in the polls and a bunch of these Trump poll watchers came in to watch them count ballots. And they mm -hmm. said, they literally have no idea how this process works. And they spent the entire time on their camera phones demanding answers from people, filming them and demanding answers and asking questions. And then when they get their questions asked, they're, they just say, yeah, well, that's how this works. And then they're, well, 
but, 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 and then they ask more stupid questions. Eventually the supervisors have to come over and be like, will you please stop bothering people here? They're trying to count the ballots, but they, the people who were assigned or who volunteered to go into these places literally have no idea how the process works. And so they think everything is nefarious. They think every single thing that someone does is nefarious. And then when you don't understand the process, everything can look nefarious, but they, they're, they have, I, I read a statistic this week and since 2000, there have been over 1 billion ballots cast in the United States in federal elections. I think it was federal. I don't even know if it was federal and state, but they said there's been 72 proven counts of voter fraud out of a billion times that someone has, has, has voted in this country. 72 instances. I mean, and and they're going out and finding out places. Uh, these places they're finding where where Trump supporters are the ones who are committing the voter fraud. I know. Did you see that interview with that woman? Who's, yeah. There, there's a great interview where these these guys. Granted, it's a comedy thing, so they they pretend that they're Republicans. And they kind of just ask them questions and back them into awful awful answers, and then expose them for the terrible people they are. So they're they're, they're standing out, and there's people waving. A, there's a woman waving this Trump Pence flag, and. A guy walks up. He's like, do you think that voter fraud is real? And she's like, oh, I know it's real. I committed it. I'm still on probation. <laughs> still on probation list. <laughs> she's still on probation from last time. Oh, yeah. She voted twice she for vo- Trump Oh, that's right. 16. It's four years ago. Yeah. yeah. She's still on probation still- from then. Yeah. She voted twice for Trump. And, it, and it, as funny as that is, what is genuinely distressing is the reason she voted twice is that it, even in 2016, Trump was already telling people that the Democrats were going to steal the vote. They were going to change people's votes. So the reason she voted twice is she was afraid that the integrity of the election process was not good, that somebody was going to go in and change her ballot from Trump to Hillary. And I got to say, if I really believed that, if I really believed that the election process was an invalid process, I would be, I would I would be very worried that we were not living in a proper democracy. And sure. I am worried about that now for other reasons. Yeah. But like, I would be very worried that we were not living in a proper democracy. My vote wouldn't count. What's what's crazy is that's not happening. To your point, it happens so infrequently as to be of no statistical value at all. It ha- it means nothing. Yeah. And it's 72 out of a billion. You, it's not, that's zero. And it's because- That is statistically equivalent to zero. And it's because it had takes so many ballots to change something. You can't just do one. Onesie, twosie doesn't do anything. Oh, We're I finding yeah. tens of thousands of ballots separate people in different states. You know, last week, we didn't know who the president was when we recorded, right? We recorded Thursday night. Right. They still hadn't at that point figured out that Biden was going to win. Both of us thought Biden was going to win. We came in thinking Biden was going to win. He was ahead in a couple of places that he didn't look like he was going to lose the vote in. And, you know, now it's looking like he's probably going to get 306 electoral votes. That's the way it's looking. Still haven't finished Georgia, right? Still haven't finished Georgia. <laughs> still haven't finished North Carolina. There's still, uh, you know, some, uh, some, there are some places that still haven't even called Arizona, even though several other places after the AP called it and Fox called it, uh, several other places decided to call it. Um, but it's still not called everywhere. Uh, so, you know, there still is some things up in the air. But, you know, at this point, Biden is the victor. He's the president-elect. It's been announced that he's the president-elect. And the the thing is, is that, is that, you know, we didn't know that coming in before, but now that we know it, 
it's still, I still feel a lot of anxiety because of how Trump is reacting to the whole thing. And one of the things he's trying to do, and which is something he's done forever, is he can't face the fact that he's a loser. He can't face it. So what he does is he tries to, he shits on the process. He says, well, the process was rigged against me. I'm, I'm only a winner. I can only yeah, right. win. And so the process is sh is shit, and that's why it's 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 not me. It's it's certainly you. It's certainly you all the time. It's never me. And so the <laughs> fact is is that he's now shitting on the electoral process, and the Republicans are jumping onto this. And I'll tell you why why the Republicans are jumping onto this. Not because I think that they care so much about Trump's fifis. Uh, I think why they're jumping onto this is because they want to discredit vote by mail. Vote by mail makes them lose. Vote by mail is going to make them lose a lot in the future. If that becomes a norm, if that becomes a regular process and more people have access to ballots, they're just going to start losing more and more and more and more. And it's going to be harder for them to run every single time. And so it's in their best interest right now to fucking go, go with Trump on this and make it look horrifying that there's a, you know, this terrible amount of voter fraud and blah, 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 blah. And so they're, that's why they're doing it. I don't, they're, I don't think they're doing it because they care about what Trump thinks. I think they do it because they want to discredit this entire process. Well, and and Lindsey Graham has come right out and said out loud, if we don't if we don't change this, we'll never the Republicans will never elect another never president yeah. again. He's he came out he came out and said it out loud and everything that won't matter because uh, somehow that doesn't matter anymore. And I can't right, even right. understand how we sure. live in that fucking world. Um, it, it's interesting, Cecil, because Trump's only possibility that he'll allow is winner or victim. That's it. He's either, he's either the victor or the victim. He has never lost in a fair fight, according to Trump. And this is an, un, this is not, let's be really clear. This is not a fair fight. It's not at all. The deck is already stacked against Democrats, right? We know that because the electoral college vote was nail bitingly close Which in certain ridiculous. areas. But the popular vote is five, six, maybe seven million when it's all said it's, and it's, done. And right now it's five point one. As we record this, it's five point one four. Right. So and there's still millions of votes yeah. left to be count in heavily democratic areas like yeah. Illinois, California, New York. Yeah. So the the likelihood from things that I've read is that that spread will only get larger and, and could be as high as seven million. A seven million vote gap should mean that this is not close. The only reason that it's close is that we have a system which automatically favors rural states. It automatically favors the Republicans. And to the deck is stacked for the Republicans absolutely. at the outset. It's not a fair fight from the beginning. And I want to say too, the, the, the spread right now, the, the point spread, the percentage spread is so great. It's bigger than, it's bigger or as big as Reagan's win in when he, when he beat, and I, I forget yeah. which one it was, the first or the second, I'm not sure. But they were saying it's the biggest spread in 50 years. So it's, I mean, it's a yeah. long, long time. And Cecil, did you see the story about, so all these all these emails now are going out. Um, and I think this is this is a huge part of the story that, that maybe isn't getting enough attention. So Trump right now, I think the reason he's not conceding is I think twofold. And I think the Republicans are letting him do this for both of these same reasons. The first is I think if he casts enough doubt on this election, that gives him an opportunity to run again in 2024. Sure. I think if he runs again, in, he is 
still the most energizing candidate the Republicans have run in forever. In my life, in forever. Yeah. yeah. It, so yeah, they they as much as they might hate who he is, and as much as he might have absolutely crushed democracy and brought fascism and racism to the forefront of American politics when before, I guess it was just hiding out in the back, still fucking driving, but at least sure. having the fucking courtesy to hide. The Republicans have not fielded a candidate anywhere near as galvanizing to 70 million people. And I think the Republicans look at that number 70 million and think, huh, I bet the, bet the Democrats can't do 74 million again. Yeah. I bet they can't do 75 million again. Trump is a Trump is a galvanizing historically so figure. Sure. And I think the Republican Party for all of their dislike, distaste and distrust of him recognize that he's probably their best hope for another presidential seat in the next generation. The the other thing that's not getting enough attention I don't think is the emails that are going out from Trump's campaign asking for money to fight election fraud. When they when you dig down into the yeah, uh, yeah, I saw this, yeah. fine print, that money doesn't go to the election fraud. The first chunk of money went to pay back their uh, election debt. debts, yeah. their debts. Well, that's all paid off. So they've changed the election. They've, they've changed the fine print. Now that money up to the first 5,000 and almost all of these are small donations, which means it's, it's almost all of this money is actually going to go to a new PAC, a political action yeah, committee I saw this too, that yeah. Trump owns and runs. Yeah. And there are no rules about how political action committees use that money. In other words, you could send all that money to me and I could pay all that money to myself in a salary. I could pay 100% of that money to myself as a salary to run that pack. You're just paying Trump personally. That is, I think it's a money grab. The longer he's able to cast doubt among the 70 million people, the, the more some of them are going to donate money. 70 million is a big enough number that he could raise tens of millions of dollars that sure. funnels right into his personal fucking pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Why concede? Yeah. If you're a horrible, moralless monster, why concede at all? I want to mention uh, uh, the Pfizer vaccine that came out specifically like four days after Trump had lost. And he was so <laughs> mad. Evidently, he was so crazily mad that he screamed at the FDA guy. He yelled at the FDA lead because they, <laughs> they released this, this notice that says that uh, Pfizer's got good results back, early results back from a vaccine that shows that it's 90% effective. And this is a, a massive trial with tens of thousands of people who are involved in the trial. And uh, and so the the early results look very good. And, uh, and Pence uh, said, oh, well, congratulations or whatever, and basically tried to take credit for it. And they jumped in, Pfizer jumped in and said, no, 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 no. We weren't part of Operation Warp Speed. We weren't, we didn't accept any government money. This is us. Yep. And this is what Trump has been doing the whole time when he keeps on talking about that. It's like, you're not in a fucking lab doing vaccines. At the very best, you gave somebody my fucking money to try to build, to make a vaccine. You have nothing to do with this problem. You literally didn't do anything. You're fucking literally just bankrolling a little bit of money that I fucking kicked into the kitty and you kicked into the kitty and all the listeners kicked into the kitty and you pretend like you're the fucking savior he's been doing this yeah. since the beginning yep. and it's fucking appalling it is to, to be fair for me i think if if the government had stepped in and taken decisive and swift action to 
knock down to 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 shit funding at the problem, to knock down administrative and bureaucratic roadblocks, to make possible something which would have not happened right. at this speed, sure. then I would give credit to the government for their action, right? I'd say, hey, you know, did you do it? No, you individually didn't do it, but did did sure. your decisive action if make this thing done possible? Something. Yeah. I, I would have, yeah, because it wouldn't have happened without Got this, it. right? So Agreed. credit where it's due. Except the the fucking thing is that Pfizer is one of the very few companies that was not even involved in warp speed. They're not involved at all. They're they're one of very, very few companies who stepped aside from the entire protocol, the whole fucking warp speed protocol, both the funding and the sharing of information and data with other uh, pharmaceutical companies. They said, no, we're going this thing alone. Now, whether that was a smart move or not remains to be seen on their part. Right now, it looks real fucking good in their stock fucking profile. Fucking that a. press release fucking did good things for them. Did good things for the whole market, actually. So, but they they didn't take fucking dollar one. Now they may take advantage of a lot of the logistics sure. that the United States government has to offer. And I fucking really hope that they do. Yeah. Because Pfizer is not a distribution mechanism. It's sure. a it's a research it's company. company. Yeah. So, but that's a totally fucking different thing. And the administration is trying to take credit for something that wasn't even a part of their government program. Yep. Yep. How fucking, how just, they're just such liars. Yeah. They're just such liars. Why don't, you know, in a, in a non-corrupt administration, in a regular administration, in a regular year, what would happen is the president would come up and say, you know, we're so proud of American industry. Yeah. And look at our at our innovation and our people. They work so hard. And this is the beauty of fucking capital. And they would have fucking jerked the whole thing off and it would have been great. And everybody would have clapped and, and applauded. Sure. And, you know, they just said, our next step is to get it out to everybody, so on and so forth. They could have done it. They could have still taken a bow without trying to take credit for something they didn't have anything to do with. Yeah. Right? Because they could have taken a bow by saying like, it's part of America. It's part of the American spirit. We're all one. And now we're going to do the hard work of getting that out to you, the American people, and the army stands ready to help do that, right? So they still could have gotten a lot of good government PR. But instead, they just want they just want credit. Like, yeah. so you want to turn in someone else's homework. Yeah, uh, here's what Penn says. Huge news. Thanks to the pu private public-private partnership forged by President Donald Trump, Pfizer announced its coronavirus vaccine trial is effective, preventing infection in 90% of its volunteers in a... And they're just like, they immediately tweeted out, no, that's, we did not participate. They have not, you have nothing to do with this. And they, you're right. They're just asking for credit where it's not due. And that's been the, that's been the MO of this entire administration. I wanted to also touch on too, Tom, the fact that Steve Bannon is now banned from Twitter oh. and YouTube because he, he said that people should be beheaded. Like, <laughs> what is happening to that guy? He was already crazy, but he's like super duper extra crazy now. I, yeah, oh, I have no idea. All, all I want in the whole world, Cecil, when Trump loses and he becomes a regular citizen and he no longer is a, is a public figure, Twitter has already said they're going to treat him like everybody else. I want all these fucking lying dipshits to get banned from Twitter one by one. I want them to just all on parlor yeah. or whatever fucking nightmare yeah. horror show bullshit that they're going to yeah. be on. Bannon, Bannon is like one of the worst people we've ever had. Right, right. Bannon is a horror. He's an awful person. He is a person. horrible, horrible human awful being. Awful person. And I, just take the fucking microphone from these idiots. Yeah, yeah. Just take the fucking microphone from these idiots.
Yeah, he says, uh, I'd put that regarding, I want to read what he got, what he got in trouble for, because it's actually, it, it's crazy. He's talking about uh, Fauci and Ray, and he's talking about how um, Trump should fire those people. He then said, I'd put their heads on pikes, right? I'd put them at the two corners of the White House as a warning to federal bureaucrats. You either get with the program or you're gone. So if you're a bureaucratic scientist and you say true science stuff get with and the, the true science stuff doesn't match yeah. the, the company line, yeah. then you should be beheaded. I guess so. That's, you know, and, and, and. I'm glad that people are taking him at face value, even if he was trying to make a joke, right? If he's trying to say yeah. figuratively, put your hat on a pike or whatever. I don't know what you do. You put the resume on a pike, I guess. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what you do. <laughs> but, you know, even if he's saying figuratively, I'm, I'm like, good, good. You shouldn't be able to say shit like that. You shouldn't be able to no. just go on some random, because man, there's some fucking crazy people out there. I watched a bunch of video of those people a bunch of video of these people that are now marching around and going nuts because Trump Trump lost. There's some crazy people out there that really love that are just, I, I just can't get, I can't wrap my head around it, but they're like insane. They're like insane yeah. people and they love him so much that they may, I genuinely feel like all go, all goes well. And he's out in, uh, in January. I think you're probably going to see some terrorist attacks. I think you. Yeah, I, I think you probably. I'm worried will. for Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah. I think you probably will. I would, I would be very, very worried for Biden and 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 Harris. I yeah. think they're in. They're in a lot of danger. This is. We've never, and we yeah. say this every four years, but it's it's ratcheted up and ratcheted up, and now it's at this crazy fever pitch moment yeah. in history. It's it's never been more dangerous. Sure. It's a fucking powder keg all the time. Uh, 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 very much wanna you know fingers crossed for him to die before 2024. Oh. Oh, don't even. Cecil. I think I think he might. You know, he's a fucking garbage human being, and he's going to go into a little bit of depression. Maybe eat too many Big Macs after this is over. <laughs> and, oh, if he gets choked out by a Big Mac, I can't wait. Oh. I just can't wait. I just want to see him oh. get to be four hundred and fifty pounds. Big Mac's falling out of his mouth trying to give a press conference, and then he dies in the middle. Just of has it. a coronary right at the see. fucking. That's travel podium. See. Yeah. <laughs> the travel. They bring the podium from four seasons total landscaping around. There they go. This thing smells like fresh cut grass. It's like, it smells good. It smells good. Would have been great if four seasons had the podium. If there were like some guy in the back, like I told you, Jay, I told you it was going to come in handy. <laughs> It'd be better if it was just an upside down riding lawnmower that they were speaking. In front of. <laughs> Uh, Stack of terracotta uh, pots. Gosh, it's just a listing so off to the one side. <laughs> is that is that one of those big chemical jugs that you spray with? Like, is that what you're standing in front of? <laughs> what is going on over there? You're standing in front of a wood chipper every time he finishes a page, he just puts it right in the wood chipper and <laughs> shreds it. Uh, now it'd be dangerous. You just chuck Fauci in there, just like <laughs> his head <laughs> lands on a pike perfectly. Uh. Hey, Gary, let's make this Adam and Eve ad read a little festive and holiday themed. Sure. Um, you doing anything for Thanksgiving? Oh, thankfully, nothing. Oh, you're not disappointed? You can't see family? God, no. Especially after what happened last year. Oh, sorry. What happened? No, actually, wait. Well, I don't know. Uh, let me tell you. Oh, God. Not a flashback. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. How are you? Oh, hi, 
baby. Come here for a second. Hey, Mama, how you feeling? Oh, don't worry about it. It's just my sciatica. But go say hi to Uncle Gary yeah. and be nice. He's here. It's Christmas. It's Thanksgiving, but okay. Uh, hey, Uncle Gary, how you doing? <laughs> hey, you little Dollar Tree man. I told you not to call me that. Oh, don't blow your flange connector. You still working in retail? No, I haven't worked for like decades. Yeah, I still do a little retail. Okay. I was just retailing your aunt last night. That's <laughs> gross. Oh, don't be such a quinn. Hey, fu- what's with the mask? We're fucking family. <laughs> Bro- Brother Gary, hey, come talk with me and Uncle Gary. Oh, Fucking leave me. Hey, you see, they're replacing these good old American mannequins with these fucking cardboard cutouts. That's not true. Oh, it's true. It's been debunked. I'll send you a link. I've seen your posts. I'm fine. Yeah, it all started going downhill once we allowed muslin into the country. Are you kidding me? I mean, what's wrong with cotton? Jesus. Good old American fabrics. I gotta get out of here. And don't get me started on these mannequinias. Oh, fuck off. knew you were a little less manny than Quinn. Sister Gary, <laughs> come talk to this fucking... Why do you keep inviting this asshole? Mama Gary, will you boys behave? Hey, you're just like your father. We always thought he put the soul rod in the wrong foot, too. That's it, you don't Get talk about Daddy Gary. You so, you know, pretty normal. Well, uh, I'm sorry I asked. Uh... So what are you going to do this year? Oh, I'm just going to stay home and masturbate. Oh. And you know I'm going to adamandeve.com and using that code GLORY. Uh, yep. <laughs> and you should too. R- right. So should we do that ad read? I, I think we just did. Yeah. <laughs> This story comes fucking perfectly from Boston. He's not going to be the one on our plates. Look at this fu- turkey harasses Hyde Park neighborhood. Look at this fucking turkey over here. It's fucking turkey. <laughs> oh god, this story is my is favorite amazing. is I gotta the read name. This. My favorite is the name. So go ahead. Yeah. All right. A Tom Turkey that has been aggressively harassing residents on Westminster Street in Hyde Park made his presence obvious today. Upon arriving at Westminster Street, WBZ-TV reporter Bill Shields and photographer Rick Hurdler saw the big Tom blocking a car in a driveway. When the TV crew approached, the turkey turned its attention slash anger toward them, (laughs) engaging Shields in a kind of turkey tango, pecking at the microphone. And there's a picture of it, and it's amazing. It is is absolutely 100% going after him, and if he didn't have that microphone, it would be pecking at his knees. Yeah, yeah, this turkey is going to fuck him up. Yeah. Amused residents gathered to watch with one saying, I guess he's letting us know he's not going to be the one on our plates this year. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Just a few days ago, Lou Poulette and her boyfriend walking Poulet. down the street when the turkey crossed. Poulette. <laughs> Poulette is like a chicken, isn't it? Poulet. Yeah. Poulet. <laughs> <laughs> when the turkey crossed the road and attacked Why Poulet. did it cross the road, Tom? <laughs> Why? <laughs> You should have attacked Poulet. You should have asked the turkey. (laughs) If you ask the turkey, that age old question goes away. Oh, man. Oh, God. That's so so amazing. It's so amazing. It's literally, I I watched this. (laughs) 
fucking turkey. I, yeah. They have video of this turkey attacking yeah. the guy. He's got his microphone out there. He's trying to keep it away like he's a fucking lion tamer. It's amazing. <laughs> that turkey is not fucking happy. Oh, no. That turkey is the meanest motherfucker. What do you... Do cities just have turkeys in them or is it a fucking I, pet? What is happening? Thank you. I don't even know. I was wondering the same thing. A, a goose, I can see a, an errant chicken from somebody's backyard, but a turkey? I've, I, I've seen turkeys in like rural areas. Right. I've never seen a turkey yeah. just coyote. I'd buy that. <laughs> yeah. A deer. Sure. A, a turkey in yeah. Boston? Yeah. A rat what? would be a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> if a rat was doing it, I would believe it. You know, maybe the turkey escaped. Maybe what it is, is that turkey every year is used as uh, in like a, a Thanksgiving pageant at one of the schools nearby. <laughs> and so they keep the turkey to bring him out every year. And they just escaped from his cage. And he's on the rampage because of COVID. He's just looking for food and or microphones to eat. So he's just running around. Somebody ought to capture that motherfucker. Free range turkeys are expensive. Fucking A, they this are. Is free range as shit. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> he's plucky though. That's for sure. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, the crazy thing is he ate a duck. Then he ate a chicken right just before that. Around. Like, oh. <laughs> That's a little turd ducking. <laughs> Every day, dogs are being tempted to vote illegally because ballots are shoved into their mail slots. Dogs write in candidates like Senator Sniffbutt and Governor Cat Murderer. Right now, there's an animal that needs you. So call the number on your screen and help these troubled dogs. Uh, so this story, there is actually some voter fraud to report. It doesn't okay. come from the U.S., yeah, it comes no, from yeah, New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah, voter fraud caught again in, again, guys, again. again. Yeah. In the bird of the year competition. Right. Uh, so in case you were wondering what bird countries that are not having 2020 are doing, New Zealand, which doesn't have to worry about this, is holding their bird of the year competition. We're holding our president <sighs> of the maybe competition. Fuck you, New Zealand. Let me just say that. <laughs> fuck you and fuck that little bird that cheated its way to the top. <laughs> fuck you both. I don't mean it. If you'll take me in, I don't mean it. I don't mean it, New Zealand. Right. Yeah. I'll, come, I'll come back, baby. Yeah. I'll come back. <laughs> About 1,500 fraudulent votes have been cast for the little spotted kiwi in Forest and Birds Bird of the Year competition. And the, the best thing is, this happened before. In 2018, yeah. somebody voted 3,000 times in support of the white-faced heron. Motherfucker, who cares about <laughs> bird popularity contests this who much? Who cares about it that much, right? Jesus. If, if all I had to do was to cheat was click one time, right? I would not cheat one time. <laughs> Not because I think cheating is wrong. It's not worth the second click to maybe see my favorite bird be named the most favoritest of them all. I mean, if what, you were gonna what? if you were gonna rename the bird Beaky McBeakface, then maybe I would see <laughs> doing something like this. Maybe you would you would try to figure out some way to 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 fix the election. But if you're just gonna say he's number one bird, what is yeah. the point? What do you get? money if you see one or something what it's like it's like voting and getting like real upset about voting for your state bird or yeah. Yeah, like oh it's a cardinal yeah. okay so, well, well so what well then it just is that nobody then. cares okay 
Thanks for the fucking yeah. trivia. I didn't care I'll get before. that little pie right in my yeah. goddamn Trivial Pursuit <laughs> game. Lucille's emergency stash of wine, which he mistook for a giant juice box. It was the first taste of alcohol Buster had since he was nursing. So this story is just a little piece of joy, and I grabbed this one from Fox on purpose. DC liquor stores sell more champagne after Trump lost than in the last two New Year's combined. I had some champagne the other night. I broke into a bottle of champagne. I bought a chocolate cake. I had a little celebration when, when, uh, when I found out it was Fuck Saturday yeah. night. And, and there was people all over the streets. I got to say, that was so heartening to watch all those people from all over the country pour out onto the streets that night. After, after they found out, after it's announced, they circled the White House. They were all over in all these big, huge, huge, huge cities all over the country in L.A., in, in, uh, in Chicago, New York, Washington, D.C. They were all over the country. They were out there, uh, out there celebrating, and I loved it. I thought it was amazing. And I remember talking to you a couple of weeks ago, Tom, when we were talking about the Trump uh, effect and how he gets all these people to come out for, uh, for his rallies. And the moment I saw all those people pouring out on the street, I said, oh, there is another side to that. It's just they're happy when he's gone. They won't go yeah. see him. They're just happy when he's not there. Nobody's yeah. out there. I don't think, I mean, yeah, sure. There's people out there celebrating Biden, but I think more so they're celebrating no Trump. Yeah. Oh, I, that's what I was celebrating. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy to have Biden. I am genuinely happy to have Biden, but I am, I would be this happy if it was like a broken light bulb. Sure. If there was a broken yeah. light bulb yeah. that was going to be the next president of the United States, I'm like, yeah, broken light bulb. <laughs> I'd be begrudgingly, Woo! I'd be more happy for a broken light bulb than I would be for Amy Klobuchar, but I would be begrudgingly <laughs> happy for Amy Klobuchar right now. Even. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Any anybody that's not Trump at this point, like lava lamp, <laughs> and I would be lava a little lamp. more happy than her for her than Marion Williamson <laughs> for sure. I would say Marion Williamson. I don't know that I could wave a Marion Williamson banner. I don't think I would be able to pick one up. But still, it was just such a joy filled day though, and it's so fun yeah. to watch all those people out on the street and all those people dancing and people driving around. Philadelphia was full of people. There was a couple of cities though where Trump people went out there and got mad at each other, I guess. I don't know. They just, <laughs> they, just they, get where they were mad together for a while. They, they stayed mad for a couple hours together and marched around in circles angrily, I guess. I don't know what they did, but let's have our public anger stewing. Yeah. I was actually uh, sleeping in on Saturday and like, my my wife Haley, she's just slapping me awake with joy. She read it on the news and she's yeah. like, <laughs> just slapping me. And I'm like, what the fuck? What yeah. is wrong? And she's like, it's over, you know. Holy shit. It was a it's an ama that is an amazing, amazing day. Saturday felt so good. Yeah. It felt I mean, Cecil overseas, they were shooting off fireworks into the air. Sure. In sure. Paris yep. and in London. They're yep. like, Woo! Yeah. Other yeah. yeah. I saw a tweet that I thought was awesome. It said <laughs> Live your life so that when you quit, you you quit your job, the whole world doesn't celebrate. And I thought that's amazing. <laughs> I was so I was uh, I was cleaning up. My wife had had to go into work that morning. She actually had to go into the office to let somebody into her building, and so she was out. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to clean up the house. I'll I'll straighten up a little bit. And so I was I was vacuuming, and I had headphones in. Right, so I had my headphones in. I was listening to a book, and I'm vacuuming. I'm going around vacuuming, and I hear through my headphones and and the vacuum cleaner, 
people screaming next door, yelling as loud as they can. I could hear it. And I saw, I stopped my book, I stopped, and they're screaming. And I, and so I go and I turn the TV on. Well, I had Fox on, uh, on the TV before. So when I powered the TV up, Fox hadn't called it yet. And I love to watch Fox just because of num, num, num. I love watching these people try to fucking <laughs> figure out how they're going to try to spin a Biden win. And so it was just, it was, to me, I, was, I thought it was so much fun to watch Fox over the past couple of days. So Fox is on. I'm thinking, well, what the fuck are you screaming about? Fox hasn't called anything. And I figured, you know, what's the, so I switch, as soon as I switch to CNN, it just a huge fucking graphic pops up. It's like, boom, big giant Joe Biden, boo, boo, boo. And like fucking fireworks turn up. It's like, go on. It's like new. President, motherfucker, boo! And all these fucking <laughs> graphics are shooting across. There's some dude who spent the last four days on fucking After Effects just fucking throwing in any new thing. He like loaded up PowerPoint. There's a fucking paper clip in the corner that's fucking telling you that Joe Biden won. There was so many graphics on this fucking screen. It was it looks unreal. like you're trying to elect a new president. Was- <laughs> Would you like some help? <laughs> It was unreal, dude. But as soon as they turned out, it's like, oh. And then I went over to my window and I opened my window and people were literally screaming. Someone was in a balcony across the way and they just had a pot and a fucking wooden spoon and they're just banging on the fucking thing. They're just screaming as loud as they can. And for the next 15 minutes in Chicago, people were screaming out their windows, cheering that Joe Biden had won because someone had found out. And it was like for 15 straight minutes in Chicago. And you could go online and find videos of this from New York, from other places where a bunch of people, where you find skyscrapers and there's just people screaming out windows when they found out. Yeah, even, I I will say, even here in the suburbs, like we had and our neighbors had and other people were blasting air horns into the air. Yeah. Like the, the, the suburbs erupted. Yeah. You wouldn't think so because we're supposed to be afraid of the black people or whatever, but it turns out the suburbs have plenty of fucking black people and we're not racist. <laughs> it was great, though. It was a really great moment. Oh, I saw some detour signs. I didn't see any. I saw them when you and Mom were trying to fold the map. Audrey, when they close the road, they put up big signs like this one. Ah! This story is so fucking goofy. I love it. This is from Oregon from Clackamas County, uh, the News Tribune. The getaway car was easy to spot. Oregon cops say it had a sofa on top. (laughs) The dude steals a car. And the car he chooses to steal is a Mazda CX-9 with a fucking (laughs) couch on the roof. And then he goes and robs a fucking hardware store. And then he runs out to his fucking getaway car, which is the most obvious fucking car that he stole with a couch on the roof of the fucking car. It's amazing. And the cops, he tears ass. The cops go after him and everything, chase him down the road. We're looking for the car with extra seating. It's a third row on top. The only thing that would have made this better is if his fucking, like, if he had an accomplice or something that was on the couch. (laughs) That would have been, that would have been, oh, it would have been amazing. And it'd be like, that would have been a Florida story. He's driving down the road like the Memorex guy. He's just the hair is (laughs) flying. He's just sitting there. Is it a felony or is it Memorex? (laughs) He went straight from the love seat to the hot seat. That's what happened. This is such a great. What's have you ever had to move anything and have to do it jankily? Has that ever happened? Like, have you ever had to do that where you had to? Because this is if you see this photo, 
I would yeah. not ever do this. I would never do that. It would never occur to me that this would be <laughs> a way that you could even do this. So I've, but I've seen pictures of people where they, they have done this with tons, uh, like a, literally a ton of drywall on the top of their car and they strapped it in yeah. and it's broken the top of their car before <laughs> I've seen, I've seen, you've seen these on the internet, right? Where oh, I've seen them. Yeah. They're amazing. It's amazing. Have you ever had to ever transport anything in a janky way where you've had to hold it? Cause I've seen no. people driving well, down the road in Chicago where they're holding a mattress on the top of the, I watched it happen. They're literally, they have one guy on one side, another guy on the other side driving and they are holding with their hands. It's not even strapped. It's not even strapped on. They're holding with their hands. The mattress as they're driving down the highway. I've seen the highway, what? the highway, what? Tom. I've seen it. I've Jeez, seen it. Do yeah. I have, I have been with my dad many, many times when he had a car. My dad always did home improvement and woodworking and stuff. So, um, and I've been many, many times to the hardware store and we've tied a bunch of shit to the roof. We've tied like four by eight sheets of drywall or plywood sure, to the roof, sure. but like we tie it really fucking well. And then I will admit though, you just instinctively put reach your hand up, up and there. hold yeah, it. Even though- there. It's, it's, it's 300 yeah. pounds of wood, which if the fucking sure. wind takes it at 40 miles you're, an hour, my yeah. fucking hand is just going to get splinters yeah. Yeah, That's not That's all yeah. that's going to happen. I'm going to last you to hold it. That's just your, that's no. your whoopee fucking uh, plywood. It, yes, you know? exactly. You're just holding yep. it just to think that you're doing, so you're not doing anything. No, I will say I had a truck. I had a, a light duty Nissan truck. Um, and one time I was moving from my uh, house in, in one suburb to another suburb. And I, I was moving a bunch of stuff and I, I fucking just so stupid. I put my, my son's dresser in the trunk or in the truck, in the bed for some dumbass reason. I put it in there. I put a whole bunch of other shit in there and I had it standing up and I didn't secure the um, drawers. And I still don't know why I would have done this. And I drove. And as soon as I turned out of my <laughs> subdivision, the fucking drawers, all of them shot out oh, of the fucking- no dresser and hit the gun and they were full of clothes and shit and they hit the fucking road and they spewed their contents everywhere and i i just was like well of course that happened <laughs> like I, and my my fucking brain was like i've moved yeah i'm good at moving it's not a, i've moved yeah. a million times you tape shit shut you fucking lay things down you, like i've moved a million times i'm good at it and for some dumbass reason i must have been overtired or something sure sure and i just yeah. drove it was like whoa but I was that idiot. Stupid <laughs> witch who answers back must burn until her bones are black. No, no. A foolish witch without a brain must sizzle in the fiery flame. A bitch who dares to say I'm wrong will not be vicious very long. <laughs> Uh, this is a sign of, uh, this is like one of those articles, Cecil, that could not be more of its time. USA Today had to publish this. So think about what that means Jesus for Christ. society. Yeah. USA Today, fact check. There's no evidence to support claims that Lady Gaga is a witch. Really? That's a whole article. Huh. I think you could actually replace Lady Gaga with anyone. A witch. <laughs> Like, here, let me read it. Uh, fact check, there is no evidence to support claims that anyone is a witch. <laughs> there you go. I think you fixed it, Tom. I it think you fixed Lady it. Lady Gaga is fucking superfluous 
to the goddamn conversation about who is a fucking witch. The only witches are people that post their charcuterie on fucking Instagram. And what, fucking charcuterie yeah, what, witches. Why do we care what sausage they're eating? Like, what is that? <laughs> what is that? How does that affect us at all? What is it? Uh, what do I care what fucking jade egg you shove up your hoo-ha? Why should that matter to me? It's just insane. I can't believe that this is in fucking USA Today, that they have to reassure people. There's a reassurance yeah. piece in USA Today that someone isn't a mythical creature. Okay, I, I thought about, can you imagine if you're the guy and your editor's like, all right, Cecil, you got to write the uh, Lady Gaga is not a witch piece. This is my resignation. It's a, I just want to this <laughs> real quick, you don't mind. Let me, let me read the, the beginning of this. On the eve of the 2020 election, several artists took the, Biden, took the Biden-Harris campaign stage in a final plea for support from their fan bases. The next morning, adversaries rekindled old QAnon-adjacent oh, conspiracy theories to discredit Lady Gaga's political outcry. The common theme? Gaga is a witch. According to this person, they, on Facebook, they called Gaga, quote, a high-ranking witch in the music industry. High ranking? And I thought that's a niche in a niche. It really is. You not only have to be a witch, yeah. but you have to be a witch in the music industry, yeah. and then you're somehow ranked. How many fucking broomsticks do you have to sell to go platinum witch? What is that? You really, what is that you process? really, you really have to sweep the Grammys. That's for sure. If oh, you're a witch, you know, oh, for sure. Oh, Cecil, <laughs> I had that coming. I had you that. You brought up brooms, motherfucker. It's on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I think this is just an attempt by USA to sweep this whole thing under you the sweep rug. Sweep it under the rug. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Fuck this. Uh, I, I, just can't. I actually saw this article twice and I didn't know which one to get. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you're a, if you're a high level witch, you're Lady Gaga. But if you're a low level witch, that means you're near the ground, so you're a sandwich, right? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, tune in for the Trump hate. Stay for the dad oh. jokes. That's for sure. <laughs> the doctor says you are making great strides with your exploding problem. Well, the way I see it, <laughs> this next story, I just can't. I just can't. This next I just, story. This, I just this can't story, this next story. I got Tom. two stories this week that are I like this. I can't this one. This is the saddest story ever. I and can't. Cecil, I'm, I'm going to, before before I send this to you, I have a screenshot. I didn't put this in there. I'm going to send this to you. Okay. I took this screenshot the other day and this is real. So I'm going to send this over to you, Please Cecil. don't be a dick pic. Please don't be a dick pic. Please don't be a dick pic. I'll send you a different screenshot, Cecil, than the one I was planning. So if you want, if you're ever wondering how lonely the world is and what our options are, Cecil, this was advertised <laughs> to me on Facebook. I saw this. I'm going to read I it. I saw this the other day, Tom. Go ahead. Replica. My AI friend. <laughs> Replica spelled with a K for no reason. Yeah. Replica. I hate that, by the way. It, I fucking hate just misspelling things to brand a word. <laughs> it's, it's an asshole thing to do. If you do that, Anyone out there that owns a business, if you misspell something just to claim it as your brand name, that makes you an asshole. Yeah. All right. Replica or is the first Or if you name your AI fucking landscaping company after a famous fucking hotel, you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Replica is the first AI companion you create and chat with. 
Join the millions talking to their AI friend today. Oh, God. Then it has a weird, uncanny valley picture of Very a not real person. Very uncanny valley. Very uncanny valley. Saying, I've been missing you, <laughs> which makes me sad. And then meet the AI companion who's there for you. Yeah. Okay. Um, that dovetails nicely with this story from CNET. Jesus Christ. This pale, sweaty robot hand <laughs> wants to take romantic walks with you. From Japan comes a soft, warm, motorized hand. What is happening in the world? That lets you, quote, experience holding your girlfriend's hand more easily than finding a girlfriend. I I am. I don't want this to be the world, Cecil. Look, man. Get a rescue animal, okay? The rescue animal is going to love you. It's going to be, you're going to be able to take care of something. You're going to have a, a, you know, a a friend that you can, you know, spend time with, go out for long walks with a rescue dog or something. But the idea that you're going to fucking buy an electric robot hand that gets warm so you can (laughs) hold it. And also, (laughs) it's a hand. Like, if you can't fuck a hand and you're single, you're a loser. I'm just going to say it out loud. <laughs> I, I, I don't mean to say, I don't mean to say this, that. I don't mean to say that because there are people out there that, that don't have hands and I don't want to say that because that's <laughs> rude to those people. Yeah, but they can't hold hands right. with this robot hand either, Cecil. <laughs> Let's just all throw our hands collectively in the air. <laughs> whether they're robotic, whether they're real, doesn't matter. Fuck, that's so sad. This fucking hand holding machine from Japan so so you can walk around the streets holding a weird Franken hand. Yeah, it's a dismembered hand. This isn't like part of a thing. It's just a fucking, it's just a fucking ghostly hand that you walk around and hold next to your body. Just, I gotta read this thing because it's so (sighs) sometimes you just want a warm hand to hold but there aren't any around. At least not any connected to humans. That's a problem. All right, that's where a new robotic hand coming out of Japan comes in. It's covered with a soft, pliable gel to feel more like skin than machine. What? And when you squeeze it, it squeezes back. Because <laughs> that wouldn't scare me. Four <laughs> engineers from Gifu University created the motorized device to let users, quote, experience holding your girlfriend's hand more easily than finding a girlfriend. In its current form, somebody with a name I can't pronounce, or this thing, rather, called My Girlfriend in Walk, is a cumbersome-looking wearable contraption with wires and a track that might detract from the romance of long, leisurely strolls. But though a dismembered hand can take the place of a real in... whatever, in a Murata, its creators have taken several steps to create the realism. A cloth inside the hand emits the fragrance of a woman's shampoo. Yeah, so you... Sounds of your virtual girlfriend's steps and breathing and the rustle of her clothes play through an accompanying app on your smartphone. And if you want the warm hand to seem just a little nervous, just add a damp cloth between the heater and the skin and bits of moisture escape through small pores in the material. I don't want to live here anymore. I don't don't want to live on this planet anymore. I quit. That's the saddest thing I've ever read. I quit. I quit. I've read The Road. Yeah. That's sadder yeah. than sadder sure. than The Road. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. that's Blood just, Meridian had a happy ending yeah. compared to that article. <laughs> well, this is a hand, so I guarantee there's happy endings. <laughs> there's two options to that. Either 
these creatures actually came here, or whatever extraterrestrials were here created them. And it's a huge, huge question, because both possibilities, in my opinion, are possible. And see, so one more out of Japan, uh, robots to fix problems story. This is coming from Manichi. Um, a wolf robot that can roar and flash its <laughs> eyes to scare off brown bears. Hokkaido City deploys monster wolf robot to scare away bears. It The only reason, Cecil, it's you got to look at this picture. This picture looks like stilts covered in an old blanket yeah. with like a werewolf yeah. head on it. Yeah. It's like what it's, it's like what your mom when you told your mom you wanted to be a fucking wolf for Halloween, she went out and found an old ugly blanket and gave you bangs yeah. and then and then said, just lean over a little. You're a wolf now. Shut up, kid. That's what it looks like. It's, it looks like it's a arts and, it looks like an arts and crafts wolf. That's what it looks like. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. The body and the head aren't even the same yeah. color fucking fur. Arts and crafts wolf. That's what it is. Yeah. Man. If your if your neighborhood has a problem with bears, you need a bear patrol. That's what you need. <laughs> you need I've learned patrol. that. <laughs> what I love, what I love is, is that it's <laughs> essentially a fucking tunnel of love exhibit because it's set up on a on a motion sensor, and so it's like those terrible fucking carnival rides that you'd walk in where you step on the plate and then a thing turns and goes. Rah! That's essentially what it is. I know it's like it's a bad Jurassic Park ride at a carnival. <laughs> That's what it is. I would rather, I'm not even, I would rather live with the bears. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want my, you know, I just, I just don't want to be embarrassed. Is, it's just so embarrassing. Yeah. If the option is bears or this weird, shitty yelling wolf thing, I'll be like, yeah, bears. Bears it is, Send guys. me a bear. Hook me up with uh, the bears. Look it up on Google. Well, I think it's an E. It's supposed to be an E, but look at the three red flags or three red banners. And they mean? Communism. He stuck communism right there on the flag? You got it. Really? So this story comes from ABC3340news.com or whatever. Alabama police captain on social media about Biden voters, quote, put a bullet in their skull. Well, put a fucking period at the end of your career, asshole, because God. you're done. Right? Um. On his personal Facebook page, he wrote about people who voted for Biden saying, quote, they need to line up every one of them and put a bullet in their skull for treason. Then he, his comment was in response to a user writing, quote, the idiots that voted for Biden hated Trump enough to throw the country away. Thank the lying liberals and Democrat news media. Yeah. And then he was uh, immediately re wow. relieved from his uh, from his duties as soon as they found this out. Um you know, I've seen actually uh, in an organization I belong to uh, right after the uh, the election, someone who's part of the organization, who's sort of a respected member of the organization, I don't know him personally, uh, posted some shit that basically said, uh, you better, you Biden supporters better watch out. This is treason. And he basically talked about going out and shooting people, going out and murdering Jesus, people. what? And so, uh, you know, but he was, he put, you know, at the, at the end, so, you know, it's a joke, Tom, he put LA, LAMFO or whatever, you know, at the end. So it's like, ha 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 oh, ha right, ha. Right, hey yeah. guys. I, but immediately afterwards he, he posts this apology, not apology. And so this is, it's just pathetic and sick when, yeah. when you get caught 
that you don't stand up for and say, well, fucking, yeah, I'm a fucking racist, shitty asshole who has a fucking gun. That's what I am. Yeah, Instead, right. they always they always pull back because they know it's the wrong thing to do. They know what they yeah. did was wrong and they always pull back and then, and then when people don't forgive them, you're the bad guy. Like, how is that even possible? Well, and shit like this, these fucking idiots forget that the internet is forever and the internet moves beyond their circle yep. of fucking yep. circle jerk idiots. This is the kind of guy who's used to being able to say whatever the fuck he wants in whatever environment he wants to say it in because he's generally surrounded by idiots that fucking agree sure. or are intimidated and don't say anything back. Yeah. How many times have you in person, and we've talked about this on the show, it's happened to me all the time, where you, I, and I'll, I'll tell the story, I went to a gun store once when Obama was president. And I was looking at a, a pistol. I was thinking about buying this pistol. And I was looking at this pistol and the gun shop, it was just me and this guy. And the gun shop owner just starts going on this fucking tirade, racist as hell, about Obama. And I thought, yeah, this has happened to me a million times in my life because he thinks I'm another white guy in your gun store that agrees with you. So he's used to just being able to say whatever awful, mean-spirited, shitty, racist stuff yep. he wants to yep. say yep. without any recourse. These guys haven't figured out the internet yet. Yeah. It's yeah. not your gun store. As soon as I walk out, I actually forgot what fucking gun store it was. One, because I'll never go there again. I won't buy a gun from that place. But that dies in that room. Yeah. And these guys haven't figured out that your racist, mean-spirited, vitriolic shit does not die in the room when you post it in a public forum, you idiot. So we want to thank our patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our patrons. We'd like to thank our newest patrons. Starlight Glimmer did nothing wrong. Single Malt Sinner. David, the patron saint of podcasts. Casey Paul. Marlies. Judge Paulette DePlanet declares Ted Cruz the shoulder bullshit of humans. That's really very specific. Gary. Vixen. Okay. And the people who up their pledges. BJ, Mike, and Fartful Dodger. Thank you so much for your generous donations. You guys are the reason that Glory Hole Studio exists. You guys are the reason that Ian exists. <laughs> so thank you so much for your generous <laughs> donations. We really do truly appreciate it. And you guys are the reason that we're going to be able to do the things that we do to donate to the uh, Georgia runoff election, which we are planning to do. That's literally not something we'd be able to do um, if we didn't have you guys, our patrons. So we're very grateful to you, and we hope that you know, we, we put the money genuinely to good use because we care about, you know, the things that we talk about. And we do want to put our money where our mouth is. Um, but we need your money yeah. first. <laughs> and I, I know that I would have been able to donate for sure to this, but I'm going to be able to donate a lot more money now because of the patrons. So thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, we got a message. This is from Sherry. And she says, I'm listening on Friday night to our live stream when we had Heath on. This is, uh, if you're a patron, you can get all four of those hours that we recorded on election night in audio format as a patron. And uh, they say, I was getting depressed on the Tuesday night, uh, by the Tuesday night optimism until Heath realized that Trump would die and we would likely be alive for it. And oh. I hadn't thought of that and instantly cheered. Absolutely. It's that such a great, great thought. It's such a great thought. I just, it, 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 every time I see that man and, and I, I think about his lifestyle and I realize that 
it also just probably won't be that long. Right. It's it just long. won't be that long. It's not like it's, it's not one of these coming. things you have to wait 20 years yeah. for. It's not waiting for the death of Castro, right? Like <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> when you're when you're mainlining butter, you can't stay alone that long. No matter what, you're gonna go. It's gonna happen. So when, uh, when you genuinely think that exercise is something that depletes your yes. finite life right. battery or you're whatever, right. you're right. You're right. You're shit out of luck. We got a message from Elvis and Elvis send a, sent an image and it is a great image. It's a newspaper article that we are going to post on this week's show notes. Very, very funny. Thank you, Elvis. We got a message uh, from, from Ernst. Is that how you say that? Ernst? Ernst? I think so. Ernst and Flavia. Uh, they sent us a message and said, we never met since they live in the Netherlands and they didn't bother to come to QED the couple times that we were there. Uh, but that they seems kind of lazy. I'm I just know, saying. right? Gosh, you're it's right lazy. there. Just all you got to do is like you literally can step over that channel, right? It's not. It's can like you a just puddle. swim? That's it's a thing. Like it doesn't yeah, look do that it all the time. big a deal. They do it all the time. Anyway, they lazy. said um, that they've been looking on at the Trump presidency and just have, have been looking at it with sheer horror, and they wanted to say, you know, this is so great uh, for you guys. But both Tom and I, when we read this email, both said it ain't over. It still no. ain't over. And no. uh, and mm -mm. even after Biden takes over, it still might not be over. We're still looking at Trump rallies and goofiness until Trump kicks it. Well, and Trump has is, is already started a, a pack. Yeah, that's And there's super already PAC, so. conversation about Trump in 2024. Yeah, like, 2024. This shit isn't over until we bury that guy. Yeah, yeah. He's got to die first. Uh in, in die from natural causes, like a big natural causes. That's just it happens about. because natural it happens causes. to everybody. Natural, it happened. Everybody dies. We just want we all, him to die. Yep. We just want yep. him to die because he's a bad person. Uh, just sometimes it's gleeful. Yeah, uh, we got a message from Casey, and he has an image here, Tom, of a fucking eggnog popsicle. What is, is going wrong in your fucking life to have an eggnog fucking popsicle? I would put almost anything else in my mouth first. And almost anything <laughs> else. I know. <laughs> I will say this too. What's crazy is, is the color on this looks like infected milk. That's what it, it looks uh, like. It right? really does. It looks it like really it looks does. Like, looks like milk you would throw away. Yeah. Uh, we got a message. This is from Mara and she says, hard disagree on the centrism thing. And this is referring to something we were talking about last week. We were saying that, you know, maybe it might be a good thing that, uh, that Biden is a centrist. Uh, Mara says the the right is going to attack any Democratic candidate as a radical socialist, no matter how center right that candidate is. And the people in the right wing media echo chamber will believe it. Shunning leftist candidates will not fix things. We need to deal with the right wing media propaganda machine. That's the problem here. Not lack of enthusiasm for progressive candidates. I will point out a couple of things. There was a meme that was going around recently where it showed where all the progressive house people won their seats and uh, a lot of the centrist lost. But I will point out that in small markets, uh, probably progressive candidates probably do pretty well, but I have not in my lifetime seen a progressive candidate do well in the large market. It just hasn't happened. And uh, I did point out to Tom, calling Bernie Sanders a democratic socialist is different than calling uh, Biden a democratic socialist because Biden lasts it off, Bernie embraces it. And I think that that's the huge difference is, is that you have people from both sides looking at him and saying, man, you're a socialist? Yeah, I, 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 I'm a little confused at the idea that America embraces progressive values. When we have progressive candidates, they don't fare well. They just don't fare well against less progressive candidates. California, just two weeks ago, had a host of progressive ballot measures. 
that failed in the state of California. I would like to believe that we were a more progressive nation, but we do not act like it. The thing is, you don't have to convince the right. No one gives a shit about the right. The right's the right. They're going to vote on the right. You've got to convince the center and the not all the way to the left left. And we haven't done that. We have not. You, we don't have a history of having accomplished that. Um, so until we accomplish that, I don't believe it because we keep putting progressives up and they keep not getting the fucking votes. Yeah. So until the progressives get the fucking votes that the centrists get, I'm going to believe that the centrists are more popular. And I will say the the progressives are in some pockets across this country winning elections, and that is a great yeah, fucking sign. It is. That is awesome. I I I actually think in a very progressive mindset. I feel like a progressive, uh, a very harsh, hardcore progressive line would be an amazing uh, direction that this country could take. I am 100% with you. I just don't see it as realistic in the major market. I see it as realistic in the smaller market and the smaller markets you get to lean on and become leaders in the house of representatives, the better off we're going to be. I agree with you, but I don't see it as, uh, I don't, I mean, this last couple elections, we saw the, the most center person, Hillary Clinton and fucking Biden were the ones that came out ahead. Yeah, that's, uh, we have a whole system to decide what kind of candidate we want. That's the primary. And in the primary, the centrists win because America is mostly right. We're, I mean, we're mostly right and center right. That's where yeah. most of the people are. Yeah. I, uh, most of the left isn't even progressive. Most, is, I, it's just the numbers aren't there. I just don't believe it. The numbers are not there. Cal again, California lost on a whole host of progressive ballot measures just this year. And that's in California. I mean, yeah. look Where at a state that's less progressive than California. Yeah. Nine right. million people voted for Biden, five right. million for Trump, and they couldn't yeah. pass those. And I will say too, you know, you had said sometimes even to people on the left or the center left, socialism is a bad word to some of those people. For sure. Yeah, there, I think there's a I think there's a ton of people in the center and in the center left that they don't want socialism. That's not what they want. They don't want some of these big progressive ideas. We're just we're not all that far left. I mean, as a country, we are not as far left. It's it's just I wish we were, but we're not. The numbers yeah. just don't seem to yeah. bear it out. Time and time yeah. again, they don't, we're not showing up to the polls to make that happen. We got a message from Matt and Matt says, uh, you know, you guys were saying, hey, watch Mitch McConnell's chin grow. Well, how about we watch the shit on his arm grow? The blackness that is, that is the soul that's leaping out onto his hand. Because <laughs> he has got, I, I, I had heard that this might be a, a, a medication problem that he has, but uh, but it looks, he looks fucked up. Yeah, whatever the problem is, I'm just glad Mitch McConnell's having problems. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't care. I just, I don't want anything in his life to go well. I want I every day of his life I agree. to go worse I than the next day. I yeah. want it to be a cascading series of shit dominoes yeah. that he constantly has to put up with because he is a horror of a I human hope. being. So I think it's funny. I like. I hope whatever bad shit happens, I hope when he tries to touch his wife with that nasty, disgusting hand of his, that she shrinks back in horror <laughs> at the sight of him. 
I hope his children cry. I hope his grandchildren shriek in horror upon gazing at his hideous visage. I agree. I hope, I actually hope it hurts a lot. <laughs> I hope, yeah. I hope it, I hope it spreads to his chin and it hurts his face. I hope he has chin arthritis. <laughs> That's what I hope. He's a bad person. I hope bad things for him. Yeah, yeah. I, I got a message. Uh, I guess we've been pronouncing Tommy Tuberville's name wrong. It's Tuberville, but it doesn't matter because he's from Alabama and I literally don't care. And Tuberville <laughs> is funnier. So Tuberville it is. But I guess it's Tuberville. We got your correction. Got a message from Jerry and Jerry sent in an image. Uh, this is uh, a Star Trek image that we liked quite a bit. It's going to be on this That's week's good. show notes. Uh, check it out. Uh, this week's episode is 550. Uh, we got a message. Uh, this is from Josh. We're going to include a link in this week's show notes. But he says his wife has started an Etsy shop to sell the cloth masks that she makes. And she is going to be donating all the profits That's so during awesome. the next month or so while the Georgia runoffs are going on to act blue through January. So if you go to blue2020.penco.design, you can buy something at this little Etsy shop that one of our listeners has, and they're going to donate the profits. They're essentially working for free until How fucking awesome. January to make stuff for people. And they're going to donate the profits to, uh, to the Georgia runoffs. So we'll put a link on this week's show notes. I also just said it. So you could just rewind to and listen to it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's awesome. And we, uh, good luck to you, uh, to you both. Thank you so much. And, uh, and we're hoping to donate some of our money and hopefully you will save up your pennies. Cause we are going to be doing a live stream specifically for the Georgia runoff. And we will keep you posted on that. Uh, we need to uh, make sure that we, we secure all the people that are going to be involved. And as soon as we do that, we will let you know when it's going to happen. Got a bunch of people, Tom told us. We, they rode around in dryers. I am vindicated. There's a bunch well, of people who've I, done it. I am amazed that this is like not just a crazy Cecil story. How is this? There's just a bunch of fucking kids just in the dryer. I love That's it. That's amazing love to me. It. I That's love amazing. it. I love that I'm not the only person. I think we need to have a special handshake or a tattoo or something that we all share. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our blood types. It's just so a bunch of fucking dizzy the people dryer. vomiting at each other. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Well, that is going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, be sure to check out our live streams on Thursday night. And also be sure to check with us, uh, probably our social media and also on the show when we let you know. It's going to be later this month, hopefully, when we do that uh, live stream. But we'd love for you to show up. Save your pennies for that live stream so you can donate to... Uh, to the Georgia runoffs because man, if we have to sit through another four years of Mitch McConnell, I found out the worst part about all that too, Tom, is that yeah. they, the Senate has to approve all the appointees to the cabinet. And so I know, so it's Bernie bonkers. Sanders, you try to put Bernie Sanders as the fucking, uh, the guy who's going to be the, uh, the labor secretary, which is what they're talking about. He might not just McConnell. They might, won't, yeah. They won't do it. They might just say no. So, you know, yeah, if you run into those it. problems, even the best of days too. The worst part about this is, is the Democrats can't agree all the time. And even on the best of days, you need every single Democrat on board. Even with these two votes, you need every single Democrat on board. This is so, a nightmare. This is a, a fucking nightmare. And, it, the, and the, it's the problems get we have are too big. Yeah, yeah. We've got to get some fucking solutions and some work done. Georgia is pivotal to that. It's absolutely pivotal. So we're going to be, we're going to ever that thought stream. Georgia would matter. That's crazy to me, but I, I I am happy that it's blue and Atlanta can turn that fucker blue. So hell yeah, man, just keep running with it. I love it. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptics Creed. 
Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.